Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Renaissance Basketballs podcast. I know I've been MIA for for a week or whatever. <clears throat> Just finished celebrating my birthday last weekend, and also I was sick. But guess what? I'm back on it. I'm back on it. I'm back on it. So let's jump right into this summer league that just ended a week ago. Not a week ago, but on Monday, I believe. Yeah, Monday. And of course, the Lakers won, which is great. Kyle Kuzma showing what he's worth. That's as getting picked by at the 27th overall pick. Kind of proved that he's worth more than just a 27th overall pick. But I'll get into that a little bit later. I want to talk about Alonzo Ball. I want to talk about Alonzo. In the first summer league game against the Clippers, though, I was on Alonzo's head. I really was. I really, really, really was. He shot 215. You know, he had nice assists. I was thinking he had six assists, I think five points, like six rebounds. I mean, he's a overall, like, as a basketball player, he's he's a really good overall basketball player, but of course, you know, he struggles with his shot, which is it's fine. It's whatever because we're not we're not leaning on him to score 20, 25 points a game. You know, we're just looking for him to pass and get other people involved, which is which is great for his game doesn't have to be a great shooter. But yeah, I was I was I was highly critical of him after the first game. And not only because it was a 2-for-15 shooting, it's he shot 11 threes. 1-for-11 from three. I don't want you shooting 11 threes. If you're, start, if you're like 1-for-7, just, just step one foot inside the three-point line and shoot your two-pointers. Shoot a long J or something. You know, you're closer to the basket, and it's a higher percentage chance to make. But overall, after that, after that bad game, the second game, he had a triple-double. The third game, oh, he didn't play. Uh, they assumed he was, you know, hiding, ducking from De'Aaron Fox, which I don't think. I mean, of course, I said it as well because I'm a huge De'Aaron Fox fan. I want the Lakers to draft De'Aaron Fox. But, I mean, if hey, if he was hurt, if he had a hamstring problem, then, hey, don't risk it. It's summer league, you know. You're, you know, you don't have to go 100% hard on 95% of these players. That's not going to be in the NBA. They're, they might not, they might not even be in the G League. To be honest, they might be working at some, you know, retail place. You know, go going forward later on in this year. But uh, I was actually, but overall, I was actually, I was impressed by Lonzo. Lonzo, he uh, showcased a lot of his skills. Great passer, great passer. Um, he see plays before it's happening, and honestly, it's it does remind me of Magic. I, I'll be honest, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't agree, with, I didn't agree with everybody was saying at first because I didn't sip the Lonzo tea. I didn't sip the Lonzo tea because I'm a, the type of person like I'm, I'm the type of person that's like show me. Show me. Show me. And let's see what we got. Show me. Show me. No, no, don't show me in college. Show me at the pro level. And he he actually did a pretty good job in summer league. You know, one of my favorite games from him was the um, 
the third thirty six point game and you know that triple double. Wait, did he have a triple double? No, I don't think he had a triple double, but he had thirty six points. And when I was watching the highlights to that game, I'll be real, I'll be honest. It looked like he was he was playing on rookie on NBA two K or NBA Live. Like he was just going to the basket, laying it up, boom. Going to the basket, laying it up, boom. Getting right past his defender, laying it up, boom. For instance, there there was a play, I think it was going to the end of the third quarter, Lakers down 10, with five seconds left. I believe he took it from one end of the court to the other end of the court. He wasn't even touched. And that's what I mean about summer league. The, um, the level of play is just so just, oh, it's awful. It is awful. But he showed a lot of what he can do going forward for the Los Angeles Lakers franchise. And I know I know Magic. Oh I know Magic was very excited, especially after that first game. I know he was very excited. And of course Lonzo didn't play the last game, the championship game, because of the uh strained hamstring. No no the strained calf, strained calf. I'm telling you this, Alonzo, I'm telling you, I'm telling you this right now, Alonzo. Please get in shape. You know, that's the second time he was hurt, you know, in summer league this season. And this is not even the full level of competition. You're not going against dogs every night. You're going against cats in summer league. You're not going against dogs every night, just like in a regular season. I'm pretty sure the first game of the season, he's not going to get some shell of a point guard you know I'm sure he's gonna get a really good point guard first game of the season I'm hoping in Sacramento hoping he gets De'Aaron Fox because I want to definitely see that because I love De'Aaron Fox aggressiveness on defense on defense and offense but yeah we'll see it's gonna be really exciting man now let's shade over to Kyle Kuzma who actually showed he can be a really good player in this league he's that that new school NBA four. He's a big guy. He's I mean he's not a big guy. He's probably about six nine, six ten. He could spread the floor. He can shoot. Great. He was shooting really good from the field, from the three point. Um he's just he was just honestly, he was pretty good in summer league. And that was the pick that we traded DeAndre Russell and Mozgov for Rick Lopez in that pick. So basically that 27th pick was Kyle Kuzma. And like I said, I'm not buying into too much stock when it comes to Summer League. I'm not buying it. Yeah, he played great. The only thing that I'm buying is the three-point shooting because of the fact that it's further out and he already knows how to shoot the NBA three. So that's the only thing I'm buying because of the fact that He's not about to be getting open lanes to the basket when the NBA starts, when when, when, when the regular season starts, when you get these seasoned vets on him. When you get real coaches that, that could game plan against him, he's not going to be doing that. And also, he has to earn his minutes. We have about five, six players ahead of him. You have Brandon Ingram, Corey Brewer, Luol Deng, Larry Nash, Julius Randle, um, I mean, if he wants to play the four, Brooke Lopez, uh, 
Zubak. I mean, if he wants to play at five, Zubak. I mean, we have seven players ahead of him. Five forwards and two centers ahead of this guy. And he has to earn his way. He has to earn his way. We've already seen what Larry Nance can do. But I will say, if Larry Nance isn't shooting the jump shot consistently and making them consistently, same thing with Julius Randle, I do see Kyle Kuzma splitting time with both only if Kuzma is making his shots as well. Like I said, this, this, is, a, this is a different game in, a, in, in the regular season. This isn't, you know, a bunch of college kids, a bunch of guys trying to make NBA teams, you know. This is the real league. This is real life. This is, this, is the, this is the show. Like, the regular season is the show, period. But I was also uh, impressed with Vander Blue on the Summer League squad. And this Vander Blue guy, he is uh, very interesting, if you ask me. Drafted in 2013, played in the D-League, was called up to play for the Lakers at one point. And he did a, you know, he did a decent job. He didn't do a bad job. He could, he could fill up. He could, the dude could score, period. But it's just like, okay, outside of scoring, what else can you do? I was. I remember watching him play a few times. He didn't really pass the ball. Didn't really create for others. Didn't really rebound. Didn't really defend. So it was just like he's been in the D League since he was drafted, and he's won the D League MVP. He's won summer league summer league MVP. He's been a what three four time D League All Star. I mean, he has all the accolades in the D League, but. It's just like, why aren't Tim giving him a chance at the next level? And I believe it's because he's one-dimensional. He can only score. He don't pass. He doesn't play good defense. He's undersized as a two-guard. He can't play the point. I mean, it just wouldn't work well because he doesn't get other people involved. And it's just not, oh, no. He's just... He's just an interesting player to me because he can be used in today's NBA. Like he can spread the floor, he can he can score, he can shoot, he can do X, Y, and Z. But it's just not enough. And it reminds me of uh what is guy what is the guy's name from? I think he played for Memphis. Oh, I forgot his name. I really forgot his name. He played for Memphis. He started for uh, Houston. He had that big shot for Houston a few years ago. Um, I cannot think of his name. I cannot think of his name. Oh, my God. It's killing me right now. It is really not Tony Douglas. Tony Douglas plays for Memphis, too. He was a really good. Troy Daniels. Troy Daniels. Reminds me of Troy Daniels a lot. Definitely reminds me of Troy Daniels. Troy Daniels is a great three-point shooter. But it's like, okay, what can you do other than shoot the ball? You have to do more. You can't just just shoot. You have to defend. You have to get in there and rebound. You have to do a lot more than what you're doing. And Troy Daniels, like I said, he averaged. I mean, he averaged. He shot 39% from the three-point line this past season and had a year of shooting 
damn near 50 from the uh, three-point line. So that's who Vanderbilt reminds me of. They remind me of each other because they only could could score. And Vanderbilt, he, man, he probably should get another chance. And, and if he does, I really hope he he just excels. I hope he flourishes in his next stint in the NBA. Because I think, I think he'll get another chance. I really think he'll get another chance because in the deep, in the, he had two chances. He had a chance in his rookie season with Boston, played three games, only played five minutes. And then his other chances with the Lakers, like I said, in 2014, uh, started one game, played two games, played 37 minutes, shot 20% from the, free, from the three-point line, 30% from the field goal percentage. I mean, 30 from, um, he shot 30% from the field and 20% from the three-point line. Put up uh, just 11, four assists, five rebounds, two steals. I mean, that's not bad, three turns. That's not bad. It's not awful. But you definitely feel like, okay, this guy, he has the tools. He has the tools. He he can be good. He's still only 26, 25, I believe. I think he still can be useful in today's NBA. Also, don't let me forget about the the signing of Contavious Caldwell Pope, and I think that is a really good signing because once it, once we traded D'Angelo, it was just like, all right, who's going to play the two? Uh, we're not 100% Paul George going to be here, so who's going to play the two? Oh, man, we don't even have nobody to play the two. So who are we going to get? So we end up signing Contavious Caldwell Pope for one year, $17 million. But I feel like the Lakers should have waited a little bit because the day after Jonathan Simmons was a free agent, you know, the guy from the Spurs, young, you know, two-guard who's pretty, you know, a pretty explosive guy, could defend. His three-point shooting was a little bit better. Than his states, because <clears throat> you could you could tell in the playoffs that he was he was actually ready. He was ready for that moment, and he actually got a six million dollar deal from Orlando, and he could do the same thing as KCP, probably even better. So I mean, I'm not too mad at it. It's not that bad. I like the pick. You know, I, I would have loved to have Jonathan Jonathan Simmons in. David Nwaba, because in order to sign KCP, we had to cut David Nwaba. And if we would have had Nwaba and Jonathan Simmons, one come off the bench, another one starting, I prefer Jonathan Simmons starting, then Nwaba coming off the bench to be that other defender as long, you know, next to Ingram. That would have been nice. But I'm still satisfied with the KCP signing. I think KCP is going to be a really Really good player for the Lakers. He already says he's, he's just going to focus on defense, not really too much about scoring. And, yeah, that's fine with me. Oh, I love that. But when you get some open shots, my boy, you have to make them. Don't be like Andre Robertson from Oklahoma City Thunder, who is just a liability on offense. I'm sure, yeah, he made, he's made a few, but he's just been a liability. I feel like he can get better at his three-point shooting. I think he will get better at a street pursuit, but he just needs to knock them down. 
So that's all I want KCP to do is knock them down because we already know KCP isn't a great three-point shooter. He only shot 34% from the three-point line this past season. And that was playing with Andre Drummond, who was a, a, a dominant force. So I'm sure KCP had plenty of, plenty of wide-open opportunities. Because if, if you have a backcourt of Lonzo Ball, who can't really shoot, and KCP, who can't really shoot, that's not, that's a, that's not a good recipe. You can't have two guys that can't shoot from the outside in your backcourt. You need some shooters. You need to space the floor. And then you get Ingram, who's going to start three. I believe he's going to start the three. Ingram, he didn't, he, he didn't really shoot well his rookie season. Randall didn't really shoot well his last season. So offensively, the Lakers could be a little challenged on the outside right now, which means the spacing will be off but I believe I, I believe they'll make it they'll make something work I really believe they'll make something work but preseason should be starting soon this should be a great season for the Lakers I expect them to at least at least win more than 26 games because we won 20 no we won 27 I believe yeah, we had a nine-win, a nine-win difference this season, as opposed to last season. Well, last season as opposed to the season before that. Uh, I think it was we had twenty-six wins. If we can at least get thirty wins, thirty, I want thirty. That is great. That will be great. We can at least get thirty. If we can, if we can get thirty wins, Lonzo put up. Let's say I don't need him to put up 15, 16, 17 a game. Lonzo put up at least 12, 12, 8 assists, 6, 7 rebounds. That's, that's, that's really ideal for his rookie season. I'm not sure if he'll win, win rookie of the year because you have so many other rookies on you know, teams that might be better. I think Sacramento will be – they could be better than the Lakers, but I'm not 100% sure. They don't really have any – actually, they do have vets. It might be a little bit better than the Lakers. Then you look at the 76ers with Ben Simmons. I think they'll, they're going to be good. Uh, I think uh, Dennis Smith Jr. and the Mavericks will be good. I think. I don't think they'll go to the playoffs, but I think they'll definitely you know, be in that 30 to 35 win category. Just like the Lakers, 30, 30 to 35 wins. I feel like that's... That's really uh, that's improving. If you look at the Lakers from over, overall, overall, if you look at the Lakers year by year, these last two three years, you know it's been improvement, improvement, improvement. You go from seventeen wins to twenty six wins. That's improvement. And I'm hoping from twenty six wins to at least thirty three, thirty four wins. That's definitely improving. That's ascending. That's going up. It's not descending. It's ascending. And I just hope. This upcoming season, we can at least get 34-35 wins. Hopefully, lure Paul George away from Oklahoma City. But I think at this point, it'll be a little tough because you're playing with Westbrook. It'll be interesting. You're playing with you're playing with Russell Westbrook. He has to sign the extension because it's just like okay, he wants he wants to know what you're gonna do. But at the same time, but at the same time, Paul George is wondering what will Russell Westbrook do. So. You have a dilemma out in OKC. 
And then you'll have a dilemma out in Los Angeles if these two guys wants to come play for the Lakers, play for their hometown Lakers. Because I was saying, I was saying Russell's the point. He's not going to play the two. He's not going to play. I mean, or unless him and Lonzo Ball talk about it and basically play, I mean, both guys play combo. I mean, because we already know Lonzo Ball, he's most effective with the ball in his hand. Same thing with Russell Westbrook. Paul George, not really, because Paul George could spot up and shoot. He could, he, could, he could also create his own shot. But I feel like if we have, if we end up getting Russell Westbrook and Paul George, who's playing the one? Okay, let's say let's say Westbrook plays the two. Anyways, okay, that'll be nice. That would be nice. Who plays the three? Paul George. Who plays the four? Uh, uh, I don't think Ingram plays the four because of the fact that the guy... He's like real. He's really frail. I understand Kevin Durant played the four at times, but that's Kevin Durant, and Brandon Ingram isn't Kevin Durant at this point. Honestly, and he isn't as. I mean, he's long, but Kevin Durant is like seven feet. Honestly, we were saying Ingram did grow. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, it sounds good. Ingram playing the four at times. Paul George at the three, Russell Westbrook at the two, Lonzo at the one. But yeah, of course it sounds good on paper, but we have to see how it works. If if it if it actually happens. If it actually happens. But overall, uh I think the Lakers will have a good season. Preseason starts, I believe, in September, maybe? Maybe no, 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 October. No, actually the season starts October 17th. So um Preseason starts in September, so definitely want to definitely go head out and see a preseason game. I wanted to go see a summer league game for my for my birthday in Vegas, but uh, I was doing other stuff, you know, having having a lot of fun and just you know just enjoying myself. But hopefully, the season will be a how gonna say a disaster. Hopefully, the season will be an improvement. Of the year before, and I hope Lonzo plays good. You know, I did, I wasn't sipping the Lonzo tea, but now you know he's kind of won me over. Uh, I hope his father stops comment, commenting on NBA players like Joel and B. Just leave the kid alone. Just leave him alone. I understand you want free press, but just leave leave Joel and B alone. I stop trying to get a rise out of him. Also. Um, Excited for KCP. I seen that uh, the Drew League highlights of Julius Randle. The guy looks pretty good. He looks good. He looks in better shape. He just got to knock down that jump shot. I don't care about him. I don't care if he's shooting threes. I would want him not to shoot threes. Just stick to your identity. Your identity, Randle, is grabbing rebounds, hustling, and getting us easy buckets at the basket. Like, you're a double-double machine your rookie season. Yeah, his second season, he put up, oh, I think, more points, one less rebound, which is, which is, it's not improving. It's slight improvement. It's slight improvement. So, hopefully, he can definitely get up to at least 15 and 10, 16 and 10 this year. And that would be really exciting going forward. If he put up 16 and 10, that's what I definitely that's not his peak. I believe his peak, I, I believe Julius Randle's peak is at least 20 and 10. 
19 and 10, 18 and 10, kind of that David West type, you know, just bulldozer, just presence in the middle. That's what I hope, you know, Julius Randle becomes one day. And Brick Lopez, I'm excited to see him play. Excited to see Ingram play. I think Ingram's definitely going to get up to like at least 16, 17 a game. You know, he just has to work on that three-point shot. And overall, I just hope we just have a great season. I can see us making the playoffs. But with the improvement of the Western Conference, it's going to be tough because you have, once again, you have OKC. I'm not OKC. You have Golden State, the champs. You have OKC. You have Houston. You have San Antonio. I believe the Clippers sustain themselves to stay in the playoffs. I think Portland, Minnesota, um, yeah, seventeen right now. I believe Sacramento is going to be uh, better than they were a year ago. Phoenix will be better. Um, Memphis, they, I mean, if they keep Marcus Saw, you have a healthy Chandler Parsons. I believe they'll still be good. So definitely Memphis. I mean, the whole, man, the whole Western Conference is going to be really, really tough. Utah Jazz, I mean, I think they're going to – Utah Jazz is – Utah Jazz are interesting. You want to say they'll take a step back, but it's like, okay, you have a, a pass first point guard, right? You have Ricky Rubio now, right? You still have Rodney Hood. You still have DeMarcus – DeMarcus – you still have Derek Favors, who is a really good power forward, and you still have Rudy Gobert, who is a good center, like the almost one defensive player of the year. So you have they'll be good. They'll you have Dante Axel. They'll they'll be Utah will still be good. New Orleans Pelicans with Rondo, they'll still be good. They'll be better than what they were. Rondo, Demarcus, Demarcus Cousins, and Anthony Davis. Yeah, they'll be good. So this West is gonna be Really interesting. You already know the first five seeds is going to be Golden State, number one. Oklahoma City, to me, number two. San Antonio, Houston. Then the five is going to be, actually, that's the first four right there. That would be the first four. That would be the first four. And then the next, the five, the five through what, 13. 5 through 14 is going to be, you know, it's going to be hectic. You know, you, you you have all these other teams. I think I think, I think think Minnesota might be 5. Portland. Oh, it's, 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 it's really interesting. I'm excited for it. I cannot wait for the start of this NBA season. It's going to be great. Can't wait to see the Lakers, who they, to see who they have open at night. I might be there open at night. Hopefully, I'm there open open at night, and I just really hope it's just a, a successful season. Because as much as I like Magic, I don't really want to see him do wrong. Yeah, I didn't like the D'Angelo Russell trade because I felt like having D'Lo and Lonzo in the backcourt would have been really dynamic. But, I mean, he did what was best for the team, and I was getting rid of that Mazgov contract, so that way we can have a... Can, we can't afford two max, max contracts next summer. But we still have to get rid of that Dane contract. So we will just see. We will just see. But overall, man, just thank you for listening. This is the Renaissance Basketball's podcast. 
Like I said, I'm still a little bit under weather. Under the weather, I'm trying to get this going, and just hopefully you guys are listening and, and leave me feedback and just tell me what I'm doing wrong, doing right. And man, I need I, I need a co-host on here. I need a co-host, so I, I definitely need to get some more guys on here to help me out with this. And uh, definitely, thank you for listening. Peace.